Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. St. Luke, happy church anniversary. 94 years. 94 years. <laughs> we are excited yes. and blessed yes. and yes. amazed that God has truly kept St. Luke AME Church for 94 My God. years. My God. My 94 God. years ago, mm. person sought to form a congregation and yet here we are in 2021 in that same congregated mm. body lifting up the name of the lord and thanking god that he has brought us this far my god my god 94 my, years 94 years listen like our brother steve has mentioned it's time this is opportunity to partner and sow in this fertile ground come on be a part of this amazing amazing experience we're revitalizing we're rebuilding we're regrouping this is our chance to really, really start this uh, a, a turn new chapter. Absolutely. As we go around now, we, we, what, what's going to happen when we turn 100? We pray that, that we are able to see a new day here at St. Luke. Absolutely. My God, come on, just partner with us in this time. Make sure you follow the instructions that are below you by logging on to mm-hmm. St. Luke. Uh, garland.org and follow the giving tab there. Just just partner with us. Sow into fertile ground. I'm telling you, even go above and beyond for this special occasion for our church anniversary. Absolutely. My God, my God. Well, listen, it's church anniversary and it's Vision Sunday. Yay. And so we're going to do things a little different. I know you're like, where is the, the preach moment, the pulpit? It's right here. We are doing things different beginning today. It's church anniversary. We thought it would be befitting because we are closing out the 21 days of prayer and fasting with revealing what God has said to us as it speaks to the life of St. Luke. And so Pastor Amos and I are here and we're going to share a message with you together as we share with you the vision of this house. But first, let us pray. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for just being our shepherd. We shall not want, God, you are leading us even through uncertain times, God, and we are so thankful for 94 years of the St. Luke congregation. God, we pray for 94 more years, God, and we believe that generations will be blessed. Our, our, Our children's, our children's children's will be blessed in this time. As we bring forth this word, God, speak through us in this time. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So if you haven't already, go ahead and share this broadcast. Text someone that you know and encourage someone because we want to make sure that not only do the Mm. members of St. Luke hear this particular word, but we we invite somebody into the virtual sanctuary this morning because we're going to want them to partner with us in this new season in ministry. My God, my God, my God. Let's uh, turn to our uh, our Bibles uh, to the book of Habakkuk chapter 2. This is a familiar scripture. We've heard it time and time again, but God has led us to this this scripture for such a time as this. Again, Habakkuk chapter two, and then we're going to start reading in verse two out of the New King James Version. And it says, 
Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. Verse three, it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not Terry, the word of the Lord, my God, my God. Absolutely. Hmm. I know usually in this moment we would share with you what the sermon title is, but we're going to hold off on that because our sermon title this morning is going to be the word that is revealed uh, for our mantra, as you would as you would call it for this year as we roll out the vision for this church. And so why do we cast Vision. Why do we have a vision Sunday? Mm. Listen, Proverbs 29 and 18, the King James reads this, where there is no vision, the people will perish. Listen, vision provides us direction and provides us a central focus uh, that we can set forth as a goal. So as your pastors, we have been praying and we have tarried with God about the vision that he has for this house. It was the reason why we felt led to go into that season of 21 days Mm. of prayer and fasting that ends on today. And so at the beginning of every single year, we will seek God for 21 days through prayer and fasting so that we can hear the vision for this house. Ah, It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Pastor just, just mentioned about seeking the Lord for 21 days. You know, it's important to hear what God is saying. Yeah. Uh, he, he has shared us a word. He's shared us a vision. He said it mm-hmm. and we're moving forward. But it's important that we are keep our ears tuned in. So it's always important that we're praying, we're worshiping, we're spending time hearing the voice of God throughout this season. My God. So it, it's, it's important because as we're seeking God through prayer and fasting and seeking to hear his voice, to receive these clear instructions for where he's taking us, uh, it, it, you know, the vision, again, it cannot be our vision. No, it can't. It can't be. It can't <laughs> be a man-made vision. It cannot. It has to be God-given. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it again. The vision has to be God-given. Because you want to know why? If it's God-given, yeah. then if God provides the vision... He will provide the provision. Absolutely. Why don't y'all go ahead and put that in the comments. If God provides the vision, he'll provide the provision. My God. The provision. I know it's not a a typical preaching sermon. We're going to have a conversation about what we're talking about here, Mm. Pastor Amos and I. And so what we want to let you know about vision is vision must be written. So go ahead and get your notes out. Vision must be written. Why does it have to be written, Pastor Amos? It's because the prophecy is going to be preserved for posterity and encouragement so that it will indeed come to pass. What we're talking about today, this is why I'm saying grab your pens, grab your notepaper, go ahead and put it in the comments. You can't just be up in here and you can't just listen to it. You have to write it out. The vision that God has not only for this church, what he has for your life. I want you to take time today to write it down for posterity's sake so that when you get discouraged, when you get um Things thrown at you that might mm. throw you off course. You can go back and look at that vision and you can see how far God has brought yes, you. Yes. And you can see that it will come indeed to pass. My God, my God. It must be clear and concise so that all who reads it 
were repeated. That's what the word of the Lord says so that our future generations can interpret it uh, so that those who have to share it with others can transmit the message easily. So, for example, for those of you who are watching today and you want and people want to ask, like, what did the pastor say about vision on Vision Sunday? You'll be able to tell them with clear and concise message what it is that we're going to share with you. Amen, and God. so uh, as we roll this out, you'll begin to see it always repeated in our worship broadcast. You'll see the word on our website. You'll see the word in our sanctuary. You'll see these words repeated over and over for posterity's sake, mm. because it's what the word says that we should do with vision. Vision is for an appointed time. It will reveal itself over a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. So the things that we're talking about today are the things that we're going to continue to talk about today. This is just the beginning. Uh, and for the appointed time, God will begin to show himself and prove himself in this season for us as a church. Amen. My God, Amen. for Amen. this year, we sought the Lord for this vision that the word that it will be uh, written will, will anchor our faith to it to see what God is going to accomplish for us this year. And vision is given at times where it's opposite of what the Lord is saying. That means in the season of drought, the vision may be for abundance that means in the season of lack, that means that God is going to give the vision of overflow. And so just know that when you hear what God has given to us as the vision for this church, know that it may be in the season or in the space where it may not look like mm. it's going to come mm. to pass. But that is what vision is for. It is My to God. anchor Amen. your faith Amen. to it and propel us forward in it. And so I'm, I'm excited. Let me not get preach, ahead of my you notes. Preach, you better <laughs> preach. You better I'm preach. Trying to, I'm trying to have a conversation, but I'm so excited because God is really, truly going to do amazing and wonderful things through us. Mm-hmm. It requires faith. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Faith. Believing the, the things that, that we don't see. God said it and that settles it. So I'm going to believe it. And it's important to write it, make it clear because. We're going to go through storms. We're going to go through ups and downs. We're going to go through unsure times, uncertain times. But it's good to write the vision and make it plain. plain. My God, my God, my God. Vision begins with the need. And when that need is identified, it grows in prayer and it motivates our purpose. Mm. It's the reason why, listen, we walk through these halls of the sanctuary. We, We walk in the rooms in our home. We walk around our jobs. There are needs that you see. And then we enter into that season of prayer and fasting. And that is where our awareness of the need grows. There are times where you can look at something over and over and over and over again, and it may not even pop out to you that there is a need. There are friendships, there are relationships, there are situations that may have been, uh, there's a need there, Mm. but it's not, it's not even uh, illuminated to you Mm -hmm. until you pray or you're in that season of prayer. Then God says, okay, it's time. I need you to go and see about this. Mm -hmm. And that is what motivates your purpose. Vision begins with the need. When God gives you a word, he doesn't look at what you want, but he looks at what you need. And that vision grows in prayer and prayer turns circumstances into opportunities. God is going to use us each and every single one of us. Yes, you (laughs) to meet his needs. Vision motivates and it fulfills purpose. There is nothing that can get in the way 
Let me say that again. There is nothing <laughs> that can get in the way of vision because it is motivated to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Amen, I'm going to share one more scripture with you. That's Romans 8 and 28. We know what it says. It says we know all things. That's the good. That's the bad. That's the ugly. That's the history. That's the future. Mm -hmm. And even now in the midst, God said the Bible says we know all things work together for the good of those who love God, those who are called according to his purpose. My God, my God, my God. So my God. as we press forward, God has given us a word. Word that he gives to us will be that word that we center our faith around here at St. Luke. Amen. Amen. You ready amen. to share that word with them? Yes. This I'm is excited. the word. Listen, <laughs> this word now, we, we got to speak it by faith. By faith. This word, I'm serious, this word that we're going to profess is forward. 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 Come on. Forward. forward. Put, Put that it in, in the, the comments. Come on. Forward. forward. My God, we're moving. Forward. Forward. The word of the Lord for the house this year is forward. Forward is defined as onward so as to make progress toward a successful conclusion. Mm. Moving towards the future or toward a more advanced state or condition. It means strongly inclined. It means getting ready for the future. Isn't it ironic that God is giving us the word forward on this, our church anniversary, this, our vision Sunday. God is saying, prepare for the future in a season where the church has been closed for almost a year now. We're approaching the year mark because of the consequences uh, of COVID-19. Our doors have been closed and God is saying he's not saying close up. He's not saying slow down. Mm -mm. He's not saying back up or mm -hmm. be still. He's saying move forward. My God, my God. How my God. Uh, are we going to move forward? Listen, Philippians 3 and 13 says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. That's the word. That's the so word. So the word is forward for this house. God has to give us a plan, uh-huh, in order to move forward. Isaiah 58 and 11 says, the Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. He's going to restore our strength, St. Luke. He's going to guide us continually. And here is the plan that he has given us for consistent improvement requires consistent movement forward. You got to say that again. Listen, listen. <laughs> she, did you hear what, what, what Pastor Jasmine says? Say it again. Say it again. Consistent improvement requires consistent movement forward. Mm. And it just doesn't apply here for St. Luke. Absolutely. It applies in your life. Yeah. I know many of us reach stagnant parts of our, our, our seasons in life where we're not productive. Mm -hmm. We're depressed. We're sad. We're worried. We're anxious, dealing with anxiety. But I believe the word of the Lord says 
consistent improvement requires consistent movement forward. Mm -hmm. Listen, you may not see it. You may not even believe it. But you know what? Faith, the size of a mustard seed that you know how small a mustard seed is. It's tiny. It's (laughs) tiny. It it doesn't require that a lot. It just requires a small bit of faith to believe that it's going to happen. All you need to do is faith it forward. Yeah, that's good. Faith it forward, not fake it. Faith it. (laughs) Faith it forward. Come on, y'all. Come on. It it just kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, what what God gave us earlier was that, you know, vision, that word is going to come in a season where it does not look like it's Mm. going to happen. That's real. That's real. And that is why the reminder is you have to consistently move forward. You cannot get stuck and still you have to move forward no Mm. matter what the situation is, no matter how many things are on your plate, no matter what season is in your life. No matter if there's a, pan- a pandemic next year, no matter if there's cancel plans this time or it didn't come up to, to the, your expectations, you have to still consistently move forward and watch God meet the need. If it's God's vision, he's going mm-hmm. to give the provision. We have to consistently move forward so that we are in the position when he's ready to bless us with the overflow. Amen. Amen. And Amen. so. With the word forward, God has given us four things. This is our mission that we're going to share with you for St. Luke. You ready to share? Let's share it. All right. The first word, I want you to write this one down, is no. Not no, but no. (laughs) K-N-O-W. Yes. No. We will exist so that people can come to know God and experience God in a new and real way. We're going to know. Luke 15 and 7 in the New Living Translation says this. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others Mm. who are righteous and Mm. haven't strayed away. So St. Luke, we are going to be a place that exists so that people can what? Know God. Our mission is salvation. We will be an environment where the lost can find God. And for those who already know him, can get to know him and be strengthened in him in community. One of the things that has happened during 2020 is that we have not been able to be in community. That does not mean that that is a permanent situation. Mm-mm. We have to continue to move for it yes. in faith until we can be in community again. And when you come back into these four walls of St. Luke, know that we are an environment that mm. fosters relationships yep. and gets people to know God. Mm. And for those of us who already have declared Christ as our savior, mm-hmm. we get to know him even more mm-hmm. and be able to create a, a better relationship, a stronger relationship in community. My God, my God. We're going to create more opportunities to draw others to God. That means it's going to be more than a Sunday worship experience online. Yeah. 
That means during the middle of the week, we're going to have a worship experience yes. or a conversation with the pastors. Yes. That means there's going to be opportunities, maybe 15 minutes of, of praise and worship. Mm -hmm. There'll be prayer calls. There'll be opportunities that fits you mm -hmm. right where you are. And we're going to need your help to lead it. We can't do it all by ourselves, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but there is a need here. There's a My need God. in our community yes. for people to know God. And God is saying, St. Luke, you're the place to know so that the lost can find him. My Amen. My God. My God. Y'all ready for the second one? It's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> the second one is a, so. So. Yep. So. Listen, uh, we will so generously and cultivate an environment for generosity. Mm -hmm. God loves cheerful giver. And so uh, not just giving in our treasures, but our time, our talents. And our treasure. Oh, my God. Second Corinthians uh, chapter nine, uh, verses six through seven. It says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants general generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your own heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. My God, my God. Generosity is our heart's posture towards God. Mm. We're going to be a church that is known for our generosity. Every time we come to a worship experience to know God, we should come with that spirit that we need to sow. Yeah. Sow our time, sow our talent, and sow our treasure. We can no longer be the church to sit idly by and let our time go to waste, mm. let our treasure go to waste, or let our talent go to waste. Here at St. Luke, we will be known to, uh, from our sowing. Mm -hmm. God will know our hearts because it's going to be our desire to sow. My Listen, God. in order to create that environment uh, for people to come who are lost to find God in this 21st century, we're going to need faithful sowers. And like Pastor Amos said, it's not just about money. It's going to be, it's going to take faithful sowing of your talent. It's going to take faithful sowing of your time mm -hmm. and participation. Mm -hmm. And so we have no and we have so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the generosity is love manifested. It's the exchange of services and goods all from the goodness of your heart. Mm -hmm. Proverbs 22, nine says the generous will themselves be blessed for they share their food with the poor. Yes, specifically Proverbs talks about food, mm -hmm. but we know that the Bible as a whole talks about so many things mm -hmm. that we are blessed because you're generous in giving of materials, goods, times, talent, and treasure. So we can't preach it all, but we want to tell you no and then so. My God, my God, my God. With a cheerful heart. I mean, let me, let me stay on that cheerful part. Listen, I... I Pastor and I, uh, we really are not the type of people to force anyone to mm -hmm. give because God, 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 I, I'm going to speak this slang. God don't roll like that. <laughs> he loves a cheerful giver. Absolutely. And because we are no, getting to know each other and getting to know who God is, 
there should be a, an exchange of love, loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're operating in that love of God, there should be a joy in giving. It, it sh we shouldn't even have to say anything. All we just got to say, it's giving time. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hallelujah. All we got to say, it's giving time. Whether online, we shouldn't even have to say, you should have such joy in yeah. your heart to give because, you know, God loves a cheerful giver. You're not giving to us. You're giving it to God. You know, we've got, you know, I grew up, my mother taught me uh, at a young age to, to tithe, mm -hmm. uh, the importance. So I got my, my first dollar, all right, 10 cents. When I got my first check, you know, I, I don't want to give too much of my story, but yeah, my first job, I was working at Disney World. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was working at Disney World and it was the greatest place to work for a 16 year old. Uh, but my mother taught me when I showed my mom my first check, she's like, <laughs> give me that check. Let's write this check of the tithes. She did not play. And I'm, I am benefiting today. We are benefiting today because we grew up in a tithing household through the good and bad. Yeah. And can. I'm telling you, there are blessings in being tithers. And I'm telling you, I, 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 I we are teaching it to our daughter. Absolutely. Because she is spoiled rotten, got a piggy bank full of cash. But we're teaching her the importance of the 10th, the first 10th. And we're going to get into that because we're going to spend time in sh showing and the blessings it. and unpacking Because it. you really can't appreciate uh, what sewing does, what tithing does, mm -hmm. unless you absolutely know all uh, the lessons uh, that are behind it that the word of the Lord says. It's not just pr prosperity gospel and, <laughs> you know, give it to get. No, it's generosity is about your heart's posture to God. We love God. God has given us one hundred percent. The least we can do mm -hmm. is to give back to his kingdom so that his ministry can continue to go forward. You know, it, it's interesting because we're in a position now that we're pastors and, mm -hmm. and we're in the in, in this, uh, I guess, crazy uh, <laughs> world where now all this media and all these different vehicles for getting the message out is now before us. But then we realize like, in order to continue to preach God's word, it's going to take faithful sowing. Yep. Brother, Brother Steve said it. I'm seeing the church has to. <laughs> it still has, has obligations. To, to obligation. And so. And I, and I believe that it's here in the house mm -hmm. because we would not be celebrating 94 years. My God. 94 My God. years as a congregation if the Lord did not bless us mm -hmm. with faithful sowers. So St. Luke will be continued to be known our generosity because first we're going to be we're called to sow not only into this good ground we preached uh probably last week about the the valley uh death valley mm -hmm. and how there are seeds that have been planted and it wasn't until a little rain mm. uh, that the super bloom had occurred mm -hmm. and so if y'all missed that message go back and hear that in full mm -hmm. but there is seeds that are still in this ground here saint luke 94 years later mm -hmm. and all it takes is a little rain yes. in order for there uh, for us to experience a super bloom experience Powerful. right here Powerful. at St. Luke. We're also called to sow into our community. There are opportunities where we have to be the church and give back not only to the persons that live directly across the street from our house, our church and the children that go to school in this community, but we're going to also give back internationally and connectionally and help the churches that are also here on our district level. Mm -hmm. We want to be known for our generosity. And then we are called to sow into our future. 
there are future projects, there are future remodeling, there's future uh, ministries, there are future opportunities that we have to set money aside. There are scholarships and persons that we need to sow into. And I want you to partner with us in doing that today. It's important, you know, as we speak, you will be seeing just a kind of lay of where we are concerning our, our, our remodeling and, and, and just revitalizing our church is important that in the sowing season that we are partnering with 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 us to to make this work is because we're trying to create an environment yeah. for the lost to come and feel welcomed. Mm hmm. And so uh, as we remodel, we are having that in mind. Like, listen, we need to create environments where our youth can come and, and, and flourish and grow and, and, and worship God and experience our kids. Our kids can come and enjoy. We want uh, this to be a multi-generational, yes. a multi-ethnic. Yes. A, I mean, multi. I mean, we want everybody. Yeah. Everybody, Lottie Dottie and, and everybody, everybody to come and be a part of it. But it requires yeah. revitalization. It requires us to remodel. But we cannot do it just with our bare hands. We need people to, to sow and to sow with us. So listen, pray and sow and just, just pray, what, pray, pray to God and ask him, God, what, what should I give? Mm -hmm. what, if it's a specific amount, pray about it and let God lead you. But we need you to pray and sow and partner with us in this season as we are trying to revitalize and remodel so we can create an environment for people to feel safe, to worship God in all aspects, especially post-COVID. Absolutely. We're going to make sure that this church is clean from the, from the roof, to, from the <laughs> floor to the roof, but it requires resources to do it. So it's important to come sow into this ground because, again, it's all about establishing environments yeah. where people feel safe to worship God in spirit and truth. And My I know God. he's going to do it. He's, he's already it. started. Yes. Just a kind of a praise report for our church anniversary. This church has raised the foundation uh, the, that was once falling on one side of this building mm -hmm. just this month. Mm. And so we thank God for the resources, for your sewing, for God opening that door for yes. that work to be completed. We thank God for the plumbing mm -hmm. uh, that has been replaced and restored in this building. And there's more work to do. So we're not going to linger on that point too much longer because this is the vision that we're going to be rolling out for the appointed time as we continue to move forward. So no is the first one. So is the second one. And then we are going to grow. We will provide opportunities for people to become all that God intends them to be through growth track, uh, through Christian education, through small groups, through joining ministries and through joining auxiliaries. Listen, Romans 12 and six says this in his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Oh, my God. It's, we were just talking about sewing. Mm -hmm. 
when you sow into good ground, it, you reap a harvest. You, you understand? And that's that growing part. Yeah. <laughs> For those who <laughs> understand, like when you're, when you're planting seeds and if you water it, you take time to care for it, provide it's, it's it provided good fertilization, good, provided good opportunities to grow. When it grows, it grows such in such a beautiful way. Like, a, you know, our daughter was trying to grow, was it pumpkins over the? Yeah, we tried to grow. Uh, <laughs> no, butternut squash. Butternut squash, it we was, tried to grow. <laughs> but it requires care. It does require care because requires... I wasn't really good at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, another story for another yes, day. But if you sow into good ground and you yeah. take time, and we, we, we and it grows into a harvest. So that's the part we're talking about. It, it, that's the reason why everything is no sow grow. Wow. If you sow in good ground, you sow. If, if, you, if you sow, uh, what is it? The word says if you sow uh, 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 sparingly, you reap sparingly. But if you sow generously, you will reap generously. And that growing—that's the part we're talking about. Uh, growing in a healthy environment, growing mm-hmm. in Christ, mm-hmm. growing in your community. Growing in your schools, you know, and that, that's important. We just don't want to just drink milk. <laughs> we yeah. got to grow. We got to grow into more mature believers. Yeah, absolutely. And so what does that mean practically, pastors? Here's what that means. That means here at St. Luke, we are going to have outside of Sunday what we call a growth track where you can participate in things like a Sunday school. Christian education, vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. You'll be able to join thriving ministries because Mm -hmm. we're going to revamp our ministries and our auxiliaries. It means that you're going to be able to participate in small groups that are going to be grouped uh, persons based on your lifestyle and your likes so that you continue to Mm. have a group of people that are like minded where you can grow and still continue to nurture your relationship with Christ right where you live and right where you are outside of the Sunday experience with us as your pastors. And so as those programs develop, as our ministries are being revamped, you will grow. Mm. And this will be the church where you can grow. We're not going to sit idly by. God wants us to move forward. And here's how he wants us to do it. He wants us to grow in this season. And I know there may be some persons who are, who are saying, listen, I'm good. I don't feel like doing all of this. But there are people who are looking for the Lord. And in order to stay connected, they have to be attached to people who are on the same track as them. If you want to learn more about Christ, we have to offer Christian education opportunities for them, uh, for our children to to learn more about Christ, even at their level and Mm. their age. We have to provide vacation Bible school or summer camps or anything Mm -hmm. that may grab their attention and they're allowed to or able to learn about God at their level. Mm -hmm. And even for our older adults and congregation, there are things that we have to dig in to outside of the Sunday pulpit experience where we can get to know what God is saying for us in this season, mm-hmm. in retirement season, in the late career season. Mm-hmm. There's things for God that has uh, that God has for you as well. I agree. That's the Bible it. says that we all have gifts mm-hmm. and all of our unique gifts are needed in this season in order for us to what move forward. forward. Remember, consistent improvement yes. requires consistent movement. You cannot remain stagnant and expect it to grow. Mm -hmm. We are praying that we create, again, environment where it challenges people to grow. Yeah. 
Grow. We cannot stay in the same place, saints. We can't <laughs> stay in the same place. We got to grow. And not even only in- can we not stay in the same place, Pastor Amos, we can't do the same thing. And expect the s- different, d- different results. results. <laughs> uh, you know what that is, right? Yeah. Mm, I don't want to say the word, but, but it ain't right. It is not same. We're going to do things a little different. Yes. It may not look like it's been done before, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. And the reason why that is okay is because this is a God-given vision. Yes. God is saying, do it a different way. You've tried it that way before. Do it a different way. Uh, you've, uh, you've done uh, your auxiliaries and your organizations and your ministries this way. Let's try it a, a different way. Mm-hmm. And see what God does with that. Are y'all ready to do some work listen, with us? Listen, listen, Are y'all ready to get with us? We got one last one to share with you for this Vision Sunday. Get ready to close. This is it, y'all. This is, this is it. So <laughs> let's, let's do a quick review. We talk about no. No. So. So. Grow. Well, and here's the final one, y'all. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> All right, Pastor Amos. Go. It's go. So, yes. Go. Our mission is to restore hope through outreach and discipleship. We can't come into this church, know God, sow right all up in here, be blessed and grow on our own and not take that back out. It has to be a cycle. In order to bring the lost in, we have to go out and evangelize. In order to to serve our community, we have to go out in the community and do outreach. In order uh, to continue growing in Christ, we have to go out and create disciples. The, The Bible says in Matthew 29 and 19, it says, therefore go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How are we going to go into all the nations if we're sitting here keeping this worship experience to ourselves, That is why every Sunday we come before you and say, have you shared this worship experience? That's the least that we could do. That's why when the church opens back up, we're gonna encourage you. Have you invited someone to come to church with you lately? And it's not just the people that are living in the home with you right now. That means when you go pump your gas Mm -hmm. at the gas station and God places it on your heart. Did you invite the person that's pumping gas in front of you to church with you? Did you ask them, have they, do they have a relationship with, with Christ? That means when you go to work, Mm -hmm. did you invite your coworker to a worship experience? They may not be ready to come to church Mm -hmm. on a Sunday. That means invite them to a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever day we choose for a midweek experience. That means invite them to a small group or participate with your organization or your auxiliary. That means feed into them in some other level because God is preparing us in this season, like I said, to do it differently. That means when you're shopping in Walmart or Target, when you're going to the hair salon or you're going to the barbershop, that means the conversations that you're having with the people that you're around or or the people that are servicing you, you're talking about the things that God is doing in your life and you're following following that up with, hey, by the way, don't you want to come to church with me on Sunday? Mm-hmm. We're, we're over at St. Luke Garland. We're doing a new thing. We're, we're no, sow, so, grow, grow, and go. Yep. I remember. That is how we're going to move yes. forward. Each one, reach one. Absolutely. Uh, that's, that's part of our power of one theme for 2021. Yeah. Each one, reach one. All it takes. Each one, each one. It's important to go. Again, let's do it again. The four things. No, so, 
grow and go. Every That's... week you'll see that. On our website, you'll see this again. And it'll fully explain the ministries and the mantles that fall under these four headers. That means not just this year, but for the life of the church, as long as we're your pastors, we, every program, every worship experience, every organization, everything that we do here will fall under one of these four things. These are our four focuses. This is our mission as St. Luke AME Church, as we develop in God as a multicultural, multi-generational, uh, multi-ethnic church in this body here. This is how we're going to move forward. God is going to give us a word each and every single year, but this is the word forward. How are we going to do it? We're going to know, sow, grow, and go. And this is how uh, it ties into the power of one. It's going to take you. You are the power of one. We need you to partner with us and, by, uh, and partner in this uh, thought of know, sow, grow, and go. That every time somebody asks you, what are y'all doing over at St. Luke? We are know, sow, grow, and go. We are creating environments for the lost to find God. We are known for our generosity. and We sow back into our community. We are growing in our faith and our discipleship with God through groups and ministries. And we are going out into the community, doing outreach and, and having discipleship. Yes. And so we hope uh, that in this presentation today, because, you know, sometimes we can hoop, <laughs> we can yeah. preach hard, yeah. we can give you all the points. But listen, this is a conversation. This is a vision. We wanted to make it as plain and concise because that's what the word of the Lord says a vision has to be so that you can receive it today. Amen. 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 And so if you're worshiping with us today, it's not by accident. Uh, if you've uh, been with us and have not joined St. Luke, but you want to get behind us and support this church and join even right where you are. Doesn't matter if you're in Garland or not. You can be an online member or you can be an in-person member. We are opening the doors of the church for you this morning here at St. Luke on our 94th church anniversary where God has given us the vision to know, sow, grow, and go. Where we are moving forward in faith. If that is you today, we ask that you go ahead and put in the comments that you want to join the church or if you want to respond to us privately, you can send us an email at info at stlukegarland.org or perhaps you're watching today and you don't know Christ. We want to offer this invitation to you. Listen, nobody is perfect, not even us. But we know that God uh, has given us a savior who has taken on the sins of the world. We want to offer him to you today. You don't have to be perfect in order to be saved. That's what salvation is for. We invite you even now. And so here's how you can accept the invitation. Just pray this prayer with us. Come on. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. And I am sorry. 
I believe that you were born. I believe that you died. And I believe that you rose and are coming again. I give you over my heart and I ask you to enter it today so that from this day forward, I'll be able to say that I am saved. I am saved. I am saved in Jesus name. Amen. 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 If you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I invite you to go ahead and let us know in the comments where you are watching. Or also you can send us an email at info at stlukegarland.org. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.